Peace, sweetheart. I love you so much. But I, um, I'm up. <laughs> yeah, it's nine something at night, and I went to sleep at five something. My schedule just—it is what it is, whenever it is, because you know God uses me no matter what day, no matter what time, and I get sleepy no matter what day, no matter what time. Yeah, so I woke up thinking it's like 12 in the morning. It's only 9.34 at night. Oh, God. I used to go to bed at 11, 12 o'clock. <laughs> but no, I'm on here because, you know, eventually God is putting in my spirit that you're going to have to, you know, go back to where you know you're supposed to be planted. Now, God had you to be where you are because he causing you to prosper. But I'm letting you know ahead of time that it's not gonna be no one to have you to come back where they know where you belong. Because sometimes we can become so stubborn and then set in our ways and make decisions upon people with the intentions for it to be permanent. And God is having that to be temporary, and you know that. You know where you planted. You know where you belong. you just been in obedience, and you putting other people above yourself. But God is saying to me, you know, just putting a little you know, buzz in your ear that eventually he's going to have you to go back. And how he have you to go back is taking risks. And you would know because you will feel a great urgency to go back where you belong. And before you go back, God works in order, you know, decency and in order. He's not going to just have you to up and leave because that would not be okay. That would not be in order. That wouldn't even be decent. He will have you to, you know, really thank them, you know, on the praise team where you currently are for having you. But I must go, you know, where God is sending me to this specific location permanently. This is where he want me to go. And thank them for receiving you. And, you know, even do a you know, reminder that we are still one house, but just in many locations. But God is letting you know, you know, what he's about to do regarding that. And... When you make the move to come back, you may have to be amongst the audience. And by you making that move to take risks to even go back, you'd be surprised how God's going to move when you do go back. You may be amongst the audience doing a service, but it's not going to be as long or, you know, the time frame is not going to be as long as you think because God is moving on your behalf. But God has had me to say to you, like really had me to say to you that no one's going to say go back. You know, it, God is putting in my heart that it wasn't your idea to go. Now, at first he wouldn't say anything. And I did ask at first, like, is it his thing? You heard on the podcast. It better be because he wants to be there. And God had me to fall back because I needed to grow, you know, because it's so easy to try to defend someone who you love and who's not doing anything but getting so much hardship coming their way. And guess what? God is like, I'm the defender, not you, Quinesia. Fall back. And as I continue to grow and, and the more and more I fall back by lowering myself, 
God provides me answers, not even just for my life, not just for your life, but for everyone's lives that are around me because I'm low. I'm able to hear because I'm low. I'm able to see what God is doing because I am low. And I love being in this place because it showed me, you know, my, my, my true identity, my anointing, you know, the power because of the empowerment. But God is saying to me to say to you, eventually, you know, you're going to have to go back. And I mean go back very, very soon. Hallelujah. Because you got to go where you belong when God put it in your heart to go back in order to receive the next instructions as you continue to flourish. Now, it is scripture to be connected where you're supposed to be in order to flourish. But... God had you to do what you did. So it wasn't like you chose to. You've been given no other choice but to. So that means that was all God doing. Because the enemy had it set up for you to fall. But God had to have you to prosper. But people really are considering for you to be where you are permanently with no intentions for you to come back. And God's saying, oh, it's my plan. It's my will. It's my everything because I am the all-sufficient one. I am the highest. I am the only who can tell any woman of God, any man of God, my sons and daughters, even as a new creation, where to go, where to be, what to do and what not to do, how to do and how not to do. I'm in control, say, of God. So he's moving on your behalf as of now, but receive you know, more confirmation due to your, you know, time being spent with him or when he's going to have you. And I'm trying to tell you, sweetheart, don't think it's strange for him to up and say any given time or day, begin to give thanks. Now go. Go back to where you belong. And the thing is, you lower yourself to minister. You really do. Because... You lower yourself to be, period. You really do. Because you wouldn't be going through the things you're going through if it wasn't for you being low and being humble and putting people above yourself. And that's why you, you know, really okay more and more about where you are, even though you know that's not where you're supposed to be, is because you humbled yourself to be a blessing to other people. And many are blessed and will forever be blessed. But God is about to move on your behalf because he's like, it's not permanent. That was never for it to be permanent. And before even be considered to be permanent, you must go back. But he's going to tell you, you know, more instructions about that. But I'm letting you know ahead of time because I can see, you know, ahead of time. But he had me to share that with you because there are things that he showed me that not to share with you right now. And God said, no, share that with him. It been in my spirit all day. I've just been like, you know, praising God and God been just bringing that right back to my attention and I'm going to tell you how it all started, sweetie. Because I had an appointment with, you know, uh, headquarters today regarding where I'm moving. And God was saying to me, I am not going to have... And God is really just talking to me. You know, just spending time with me, just talking. He's so detailed now. Because I can see like him. Because I'm able to know more like, you know, like him now. Hear more like him now and speak directly from his mouth and see his results more and more right now. I love being in this place. But what God was sharing with me, Quenisha, I would not have 
anything about you to walk in a manifestation of anything new I have for you if you're still currently surrounded by old things. Now, it's not your fault. It's not, but it's how I have it to be. Because, sweetheart, since October, I've been supposed to have been moved out of here. And it's like every time, you know, when the month comes for me to move, there is an excuse on their behalf that is out of my will, you know, out of my plan. I mean, it's out of, you know, out of my hands. <laughs> it's not me doing it, basically. <laughs> it's all God. And all of that was ended yesterday. And I received more, you know, confirmation from them that is guaranteed as of the first, which you have to move in that area on the first of each month. They don't prorate anything. If it's not the first of February and something happened, it got to be the first of March. And it's been going like that since October of last year. Now, I finally got the confirmation letter and documentation, signing papers that I move in on the first of February. And um, I said, Father, you know, your will be done. It took me to really humble myself because I was like, okay, it's not comfortable being here. Too many memories in here. I don't want to be here, but I thank you, God, for me being here. And God knows exactly what he's doing, how he's doing. And I went from saying words like that to, Father, I thank you for everything, you know, I thank you. I went from, like, God, what's going on to God, I thank you. And yesterday when I went there to pick up certain things, and I had the woman and the man saying to me, and, you know, different people working headquarters or, you know, even a property manager on where I'm moving to was like, to God be the glory because I was very patient, I was very kind, and very respectful. I wasn't, you guys keep doing this and do. See, I started low. I didn't start out high, and I never did. And I thank God that knowing how important it is to remain low, I never will, ever again. And God was saying to me that hold everything loosely, Quenisha. As you are in the new, a lot of things cannot take place until you make this move. Because he's not going to put new wine and old wine skins. And right now, I'm surrounded by old wine skins. And God said, once you actually make the step to put one, you know, one from one place to the next place, <laughs> you know, you'll get more confirmation. But it's like right now, as we take steps, God didn't speak. God's not going to speak until we take these steps. So I had to be there all day between 8.30 and 5.30. Quenisha was there by 9.00. And Kudisha got home by 1130, <laughs> way out Landover, did not even care. I made sure to let God know I'm going two steps ahead of this. I posed a left out at, what, 807. I, I realized I was gone at 737. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, my body even, my body did that. I'm like, dang, because it's under total submission, total subjection to the spirit man. And when our spirit man overruled, our flesh come right along. You understand? And I was just like, thank you, Father, for this. And, you know, it's like God giving me, you know, more detail as every step that I take, you know, that it's risky, you know. And I thank God for that. And God was having it where don't, you know, don't consider it strange, Quenisha, if I have you, you know, there where you are because you signed a 12-month lease to up and go whenever I want to. So don't hold nothing loosely. I mean, don't hold nothing loosely. Don't hold nothing tight. Regarding anything, 
I mean, even places I'm staying there. I'm like, dang, God, okay. Places I'm staying, whatever you do, whatever. I'm trying to tell you. Hold things loosely, even with your appetite, spiritually and naturally. Because you don't know what he's going to do, when he's going to do it. You just know that he's moving on your behalf. Hallelujah. So I'm going to put a little, God used me to put a little buzz in your ear so you can meditate on this and go to prayer and get, you know, some more prayer regarding your friends, you know, over you. Because this is the step that God's about to have you to take. In order for you to hear more, you got to make the move first. And God's going to have you to go back to where you really belong. And God, knowing that where you are now, that's where he have you to be. And you're going to hear or feel when it's time to get up and go. And I'm not going to sit here and say, go now. It has to be, you know... I want you, I really encourage you to go to God about that, okay? As I'm talking to you, because this is the area that he's dealing with with you now, to be being back where you need to be planted. I mean, where you are planted. And um, when he talked to you about that, you move how he have you to move. But don't think, sweetheart, that God's going to always say, go, do, stop, go, up this street, around the corner, through those woods, yeah, roll your boat or get on the plane or... Detail by detail, sometimes he's going to have you to just do. He's going to put in your spirit and with the feel and whatever you feel that's leading not to your own understanding, got to take risks and do. Do. And God's sharing with me, you are not big on being a risk taker because you are very cautious. You know, you want to make sure this is of God. But God said to him, that means you have to be more secure and more confident in your relationship with him because you are a man who actually hears. You're not amongst those who say they do and they don't. You're not amongst those who hear and stop, hear and stop because they're putting their hand in and taking it out, in and out. You're not amongst those who's just preaching and teaching and, you know, staggering, you know, due to doing persecution or being disrespectful to other people but still ministering the word. No, you are a person who is a hearer and a doer, but God is going to position you in a place where you have to become more riskier and more bolder. <coughs> Excuse me. To actually, my throat is so dry. Excuse me, sweetheart. To actually go and do. Oh my God, I was thirsty. Every swallow you heard. Quenisha would not have been traveling to these countries or receiving these interviews and getting, you know, for <clears throat> blogs and all these things. I would not be basically where I am right now in ministry if I did not take that step of faith because of boldness. I took risks. To go out everywhere that God sent me, risking my life, risking, you know, being rejected, being disrespected. And there have been times that I have been rejected, <clears throat> I have been disrespected. But guess what? No one ever put their hands on me because God is our pre I mean, protector. Hallelujah. And it's like Satan have it, you know, use people to have it to send you somewhere. God is telling me now, and I didn't know that at first. And it was pretty much like... Time my hands are like, you know, we got to get rid of that problem. This because this is a problem right here. It's a problem, and we're gonna get rid of that problem and for good. And God said, "It's what I say. It's what I do." Satan may look like he's wedding 
but he knows he's always defeated. We have to be remembered, you know, reminded of that. Remember that. And, <clears throat> excuse me, God made me to say that with you now. And God also shared with me that I'd rather for you to do, you know, be led to do that first by God. Yeah, before I give you the next instruction by God. Is that okay, Father? Because I can sense that he is definitely a man that do not like to be overwhelmed, <laughs> even with greatness. I mean, he loves to partake, but it's just like not too many things thrown at him at once. You get what I'm saying, Father? I can feel it from him right now that, you know, step by step, because these are big steps that he's about to take. So is that okay if I can wait for the next instruction? Thank you, Father. Because, sweetheart, I'm seeing so much detail by detail. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to tell you what exactly about to go down. <laughs> yeah. And I just asked God, can I, you know, gradually do it the same way God have you to gradually, you know, be manifested in my life? You know, I thank God for that. But um, so much is happening because I'm taking these steps. And guess what? I wouldn't be hearing as much if I didn't take the steps first. You understand? And it's being seen and demonstrated and clearly heard that you are where you not supposed to be permanently because it's considered for you to be permanent there. And God said, mm-mm, it's temporarily. And you already know that, but, you know, many others do not. And I'm saying it again, it may be you amongst the congregation just for a little bit, but it has to be how God have you to be. And that is when he tell you to actually go back. But in this area, sweetie, I'm a little like more pushy because I can really feel that God is not going to say go back. He's just going to put in your spirit when to make that move. And it's up to you to take that risk, to take those necessary steps to hear what he has to say after you make the move. <laughs> you understand? It's like God is having me to feel and to see and understand where he is with you right now. And he's having you to become more bolder because you are very cautious and you cannot be as cautious because that's going to keep you from taking risks and not taking risks going to keep you from hearing the next instructions. Hallelujah. I love you so much. I thank you for receiving what God used me to say. Yes. <laughs> I love you. And let me say this to you from me. Consistency is very, very important. I see there are some times where you tune in very fast. You look at my story very fast. It's like soon as you wake up, it's sort of thing, because I'll be doing it when I wake up. And I know that you don't get up most of the time as early as I do. If any time as early as I do, like right now, yeah, you you up. The party is just starting where you at. You understand? Which means that, you know, you're nowhere near about to go to bed right now, you know. But, um... You, uh, sometimes you're very consistent in your, you know, I mean, sometimes you're very, you know, tune in, you know, very fast and quicker than the other times. And there are times you will wait half of a whole day just to, you know, listen. And it's not like your schedule is that filth, that, you know, that, I'm not going to say cluttered, that filth that, 
you cannot take time to listen. And I'm going to tell you how serious it is for you to listen because it regards your future and your purpose. Everything that guides me to say, if anybody listen, it must be you. Hallelujah. You can't have yourself to think, oh, I'm going to wait a little longer this day because of, because guess what? All those reasons and all those motives are behind. And you giving me your confirmation when I said it's time for us to put, I mean, to get past the old hurts and pains. And I got your agreement because I felt your agreement. Yeah, I agree with that. So if you agree with me, then move forward with me regarding that. Hallelujah. Even when it comes to you still thinking sometimes that you don't want me to know that you feel this way or you tune in so fast, you don't want to seem like you're pressed. You have to get over that because guess what? You have to be pressed. <laughs> it's good to be pressed. You understand me? You dog going right, you better be pressed for your future. You dog going right, you better be pressed for your outcome. We got to get over that pride. Get over that pride. Matter of fact, cast the pride down. If anybody, you should be the first to listen every time. Because this is a part of you. Because I am a part of you. And it's so important for you to be there to intercede and to hear what God is saying through me. Because there's going to be a time where you're going to be right there beside me as I release. So God's not just preparing me. You know that. He's also preparing you. And we got to really stay low. And I may really stay low. Because sometimes you tune in fast, God's sharing with me. And sometimes you want to wait. Because you don't want to sing press. So what are you saying? You're not pressed? You're not desperate for the manifestation? Because it's not about us. You're not desperate for the souls? And to even be, you know, in ministry beside me? You better be pressed because the devil tried to rob you from it for a very long time. And this is your season and time to receive more and more confirmation because you're about to walk in a manifestation. So you doggone right. You better be pressed. Don't you allow your emotions to talk you out of anything that God's positioned before you because he's not going to make you possess. He's not going to make you, you know, take risks. He's not going to make any of us be bold. And that's what God is saying to me. He's having you to be more of a risk taker and be more bold by taking steps of faith. Faith is not waiting to hear and do. Faith is filling from God, being secure and confident that you know it is God speaking through you in such a different way because he can and he will that you take those necessary steps. This is how God wants us to be. It don't matter what happened to me, God. I'm going out trusting in you. See, you're not like that. You're tiptoeing. 
You know, you're cautious. You're careful. And that's the opposite of being risky. And what he's caught us to do, <laughs> sweetie, you got to be risky. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. He's not going to have me risky and, and you follow along me. No, because I'm following, you know, after you. You understand? <laughs> Seriously. Now that I'm, I'm making that, I made the move to actually move, God has given me next steps after that regarding you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's not for me to say to anybody, but it's for me to say to you. And I want to say it to you. I really do. But what's good is that I, I, I ask God, what good is that father for me to say that to him and he not see him even accomplish the first thing I just said? So, you know, I don't want to give him step number four if he not even trying to step over step number two. You know, or haven't stepped over to yet. So I don't want to overwhelm you, sweetheart. And be grateful for that. Because I'd be like, you know what? I'm so pressed to walk in this manifestation. Look, you better do this, 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 this. And it's not like that with you. Because Q, I'm like that. You throw it at me, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know why? Because I took risks. And I take risks. And I am bold. I don't wait to feel and feel and feel and feel, 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 feel. And the feeling never go away before I do. You understand? Because that feeling is nothing but confirmation from God, from your spirit, man. You know? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. And it's not going to be said at the same time, every time. You understand? So I'm putting a little bug in your, I mean, a little buzz in your ear. I'm going to say bug. Put a little buzz in your ear, what God is doing. Yeah. Yep. So thank you for listening to me. But that's exactly what he's doing with you. He's going to have you to feel a great sense. Up, oh, it's time to go. And you have to really thank the praise team for having you there. And whoever else you want to thank in that location, but not to say goodbye. It's to say I need to be with God is pulling me in this direction, in this direction permanently. But thank God for receiving me. And you know what to say. I cannot tell you what to say. You understand? And God knows how much you, you know, honored to minister on the praise team. He knows that. You're a worship leader. He knows that. But in order for you to be where you're supposed to be, you're going to have to take that risk and the necessary steps to go back, even if it requires you to look like you've been demoted, but you're actually being promoted. You understand? Because it's not going to be, I'm going to let you know like this. When you take that step back, it's not going to be, oh, oh, you're back. Okay, now come up here and administer this song. No, it's going to be like, oh, he's back. And look at the devil regarding it. God's children cannot be moved. They have so much dominion, so much authority over me. And those who were responsible for you going to that location thought it was a great idea to have you go there. Must also know that God is about his word. And no one will receive that conviction to be converted if you don't take risks. So you taking risks is way bigger than you. It's setting other people free. Because no one can sit there and lock the door and turn away the key on anybody in the will of God. You understand? Who are we to put someone or tell someone anything that we know God didn't say? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to get into detail why God told me why it was for it to happen that way. And what was the reason? Because you and I both know. 
You understand? Come on now. One thing God has shared with me, everything that's been swept under the rug is being swept back from under the rug and being addressed it. And how God had me to do it. Because there's no more pretending. It is, but it is. What's happening with me and you, it's happening. There's no more pretending about anything or faking no funk or anything like that. Pretending that I'm not preparing for you and all of those things. It's nobody's business how God had it to be. But guess what? It benefits everybody. Because we are in ministry. Representing one body. Hallelujah. And God said we are one. And when I say it's nobody business, meaning that I'm not to, you know, parade up and down about what's happening here. Because it will be demonstrated. It's the demonstration, not the words regarding you and I preparation. Anybody preparation is to be demonstrated. So, when God put in your spirit, man, when to up and go, you must up, sweetie, and go. Okay? I love you so much. I thank God for you so much. But he, it's amazing how he sent me ahead of time before he come because he's on his way regarding that. So it's like he gave me a, you know, used me to be that extra buzz to have it settled, you know, sitting around in the midst of your belly, you know, in your spirit, you know, get time to get prayed over, you know, getting confirmation or getting words or good advice from, you know, People in your, you know, who you want to say something to, work hard at it. But I'm going to tell you like this. When God put in your spirit to up and go, you must go to hear the next step. I'm trying to tell you. You cannot hear the next step without taking that step. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Seriously. And I'm not going to have you to miss anything. And God knows how much of an intercessor I am for you. And God showed me my favor by showing me my worth. By having to come to you ahead of time before he come. It's like, <laughs> I'm the first, I'm, the, I'm like John in the wilderness before Christ walk up. You understand? It's like, John was like, whoa. Like, John was always declaring, prepare you the way. You understand? Then all of a sudden, here come one day while he's saying it, Christ is actually walking up on him. Like, whoa, I'm actually encountering what I've been declaring all this time. Wow. And God had me to be that buzz in your ear, like, <laughs> The Lord is on his way to talk to you about this. <laughs> so enjoy what he says to you and put it in you, okay? And I'm going to pray with you right now. Sweetie, <laughs> take rest. This is my prayer to you. Prayer is just going to God regarding this. And I'm going to God regarding you by talking to you right now in his presence. My prayer has increased in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. It's not always Father. It's not always Moshe Shaka. Father, I'm right here with this man. And you share with me that he can be, he can be, he can be, not always, he can be very cautious when it comes to future endeavors because he want to make sure it is you. But he is one, you know, amongst many who hears and who knows you? I mean, know you, know you. Abraham knowing you. He knows you. But I thank you for blessing me to be that extra push regarding him to not be as careful and cautious with his walk concerning hearing from you when he has an ear to hear directly from you. And I mean, not just in certain areas, Father, I declare and decree increase in every area that where is proficient in areas, 
those areas that are lacking become proficient speaking now. Because these words I'm speaking, Father, are life. And they are light. And the light is in life and life is in the light. And I love you, Father, because you called us a new creation. So everything is becoming new to us. And I thank you, Father, for just being so compassionate, so merciful during a time. You're so patient. You can just tell us, tell us, tell us. But if it's going to put us worse off, you're not going to say anything. Because you're just that faithful. You know, you're not releasing faithfulness. You are faithfulness. It's the faithfulness of God. And I lift up this man, this awesome man. Man filled with integrity and overflowing with wisdom and knowledge. And gaining more and more of your understanding. I thank you, Father. I can feel coming from him. And he's not even listening yet. That he's starting to be more and more open for you coming however you want to. And the more he stay open, the more you're going to come in however you want to. That's just him leaning not to his own understanding. And I'm so grateful to have a man that's considering to open up to lean not more to his own understanding. You know, I thank you, Father, that he is, he can be cautious and careful. But I thank you, Father, that he's being more proficient in the area of taking risks and taking huge steps of faith, having the attitude, it don't matter what happens when I do this. I'm, I'm risking whether it be not what you said, God, or what's good, what to happen when I do this, or what's going to take place when this do happen. I'm willing to put all that emotional feeling aside and thoughts aside, all those feelings aside, and say, Father, I'm going to go ahead out trusting in you. I'm going to go out trusting in you. I'm going to go out trusting in you. And every time we do that, sweetie, we see the glory that's following right behind it that was set up to be there all along. The glory is already right there. I see it. It's a big cloud of glory. And it's like it's in the form of a seat where you are seated. And it's right there with Messiah. Father, it's so amazing this season, sweetie, that we know Everyone can identify who's hearing from God right now. Because the word will be right on time. It's not going to be no more words out of season. Words out of season are people speaking before God and not having God speak through them. And many of us are doing that. Not even aware. Still saying the same things that God already said. He's somewhere else with this. He's two steps, three steps, four steps ahead of what the word being said to some people and it's staggering around because it's like people don't even feel the confirmation. And I'm saying that to you because a lot of times you look for other ways to feel confirm confirmed regarding. But sweetheart, God is showing you that you have to be very rooted 
And I mean completely rooted. There's no such thing as being halfway rooted. You have to be rooted deeply and grounded deeply. That means so confident in your walk that you don't even have to ask anybody anything because you already know that it is God. You understand, sweetheart? Seriously. God called you alone. He isolated you. He isolates you. Even though you fellowship and hang out. But you it's a limit to that. You don't do that all the time. Because you're not created to do that. Because you're created to go alone before God. And hear and release unto his people. Due to what you heard prophetically. And God said to me. He, gonna, he want you to teach me more about when the time come. I'll wait for that. Because, yeah, let me wait for that. I don't want to just throw everything at once at you. No, because I can feel how you, how you take everything being thrown at you. I can feel ahead of time much more regarding you than I ever did before. At first, I can feel more regarding me and my walk. <laughs> now I'm starting to feel, you know, regarding people and theirs. So I'm being more, you know, compassionate to watch what I release. Like, it's like, for example... At this, the, you know, the Lord's Supper, how Peter kept saying, and Christ was pretty much warning Peter by advising Peter by not saying his name. You know, one of you guys going, you know, deny me this and that. I would never, I could never. And the main one doing all that talking and all that, you know, convincing of trying to convince Christ and convince themselves. And Christ couldn't, you know, he like look, because he saw ahead of time. And if you see at a time and someone's saying something that's, you know, contrary to what's actually taking place, look, it's you, man. <laughs> it's you, Peter. <laughs> you understand? Even with Judas, you know, he said, one of you will betray me. And guess what? Judas says, it I? And he knew it was him. <laughs> no one else, no other disciple asked that but Judas. Out of guilt. And Christ said, thou hast said it. Thou has spoken. Go ahead and do what you was going to do. Because it has to be done. We we read in a sense that Christ was upset about it. How can, he, how can he ever be upset if he came here to give his life? So honorably, you know, so graciously. And so excitedly, so, you know, fired up to do it. So passionately, you know, so devoted to do it. That he had to tell God, you know, in John, what, 16... Father, now is the time. You know, now is the time. You know, it wasn't even the day of the past, so it's going to be even at the, you know, Last Supper, Lord's Supper, to be even in the hands of the betrayers, to be crucified in order to be resurrected. And here he is in the face of God. Now is the time, oh God. <laughs> you understand? Just that devoted to the purpose. And Christ wasn't upset when he said these things. He don't speak in anger. No, he do not. Even when he turned things upside down, making his father house of mockery, he wasn't pissed off about that. No, he just was getting rid of what needed to be getting rid of. Just throwing it out of, throwing it with love, throwing it with kindness and patience. That's who he is, you know. And we got we we read it in the sense and take the text and put you know natural emotions to a spiritual and supernatural encounter. A man who lived from a heaven reality, there's no way you could ever put an earth reality on this man. You understand? He was never afraid, never angry, never scared. You understand? And always aware of what's taking place ahead of time. Just like our father 
And that's what God is doing with us in this season. To know things ahead of time. Just like our Father. Now, there are people like us who has a gifting of seeing, you know, in the future. Having, you know, foresight, of course. But everyone is gifted to see. But I am, you know, gifted and you are gifted to see and hear to deliver a message to the people overall. It could be a single message to a person individual, individually, excuse me, or, you know, corporately. But it's a message from God for what's going on right now and things to come. Things to call forth or things to cast down from the warnings. Even showing Satan's plan. Cast it down. Declare and decree and it be established. There's not one time that God showed me anything in the future and I declared against it and it happened. It never does. And here I'm walking around people who I, I never met who have no idea what was said to be against them because they have an encounter and they won't encounter it. Now just imagine who God shown regarding me or regarding you that we never encountered. Because that we are definitely, you know, in the heart of God, on God's mind. Because we're in God's will. And just imagine God speaks to people regarding us. And he's doing that. Today I thank the sister so much who has been there entire time for you. When you came here, I knew you was living with them. They took you in. They've been there for you the entire time and you're there for them. And God was saying to me yesterday, you go thank them. Because for the things they even did unaware, that you were unaware of. Because whatever they did to him, they did unto you. Because there's no escape or running away from my plan regarding you. And he is my plan. And you guys will be one. So what they done to him, they done unto you. That showed that he cried on to them, you were crying on and it was available also unto you. Everything they done, the interceding and the, help, the helping and, you know, the stirring up and they did unto you. I thank God for that. And I had to thank them, wanting to thank them so eagerly. Because this is not a game here. This is for real. It's happening. And nobody going to stop God. He's walking right now towards you. And he's walking very tall. And he's not rushing. But he's moving fast. If you get what I'm saying. It's not like he's running. But when he's walking, he's walking. And it's just like happening fast. You have a beautiful white garment on, Father. He's walking. He's walking towards you. Receive the encounter from him. Because you're about to be seriously rewarded for your persecution. A double portion. And double don't mean like two. Like you're going to receive two of. No, double portion means everything that he has for you above. What you can ask for and think. A whole never portion of all of that. That's way too much. I'm trying to tell you. That's more than what you can ask for and think. And to know what you can ever. No matter how far you and I can think or high or whatever to think of the best or highest thing we can ever receive from God, it's still not close enough to what he's able to actually do. And there's no limits to what he can do. You understand? 
And he talking about a double portion of no... That's what he pretty much saying. You get a double portion of no limit. Oh, God. That's going to clearly be seen and shown in your life. And I benefit from that. I'm proud of him, God. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> not just that, but we benefit from each other. And not just you and I, but we benefit from other people. And they benefit from us. Hallelujah. Seriously. I love you so much. I thank God for you. And seriously, sweetheart, you know, God is having you to take, you know, become more risky. Yeah, take big steps of faith. So when he's putting you to go back to your location, let me ask you this. Are you willing to be that, you know, hungry and, you know, risky when it comes to moving that you're willing to risk even if he didn't say it or, no, excuse me, it could never be if he didn't say it, um, being a fire's what can happen regarding it? Thank you, Holy Spirit. As to what can happen regarding it. And I'm trying to tell you, most of the things that we think that can happen, it's not even going to happen. You understand? It's just a chance that you got to take. Yeah. Because sometimes when it comes to us taking chances, it seems like we think about the most strangest thing that happened before we even take that, that, that step, that chance. But once we make that step, we see that, oh, wow. <laughs> Glory on this side all along. And once you cross over to actually step out on faith, taking risks when God have you to, which is very soon, you're going to sit right in the midst of God's glory. And it's going to be clouded all around you from this moment forward. Hallelujah. Wow, I just said from this moment forward. So receive what he's doing in and through your life. Yeah. From this moment. He didn't say from that moment. He said from this moment forward. So receive the glory. Yeah. Receive it. Yeah. In order for God to be glorified in and through our lives, that means that there's something that we are about to do. Yeah. But I know how you are. You know, I have to be very nurturing in some areas. Like you are nurturing in some areas with me. Like you had to be nurturing when I came back because... You know, as you begin to hear more and more of me crying for you, I mean, those nights you heard me fall asleep crying to you. And you had to be very merciful to even hear, because if you wasn't, you wouldn't have tuned in. You'd be like, I don't want to hear that. No, I don't want to hear nothing she got to say. But you were merciful to sit up with me and hear. You know, thank you. And I'm being merciful to you right now by not, you know, throwing everything at you so detailed, because I know that you can be very cautious and careful. If I didn't care, I'd be like, you know what? Just go ahead and do it, my. Go ahead and do it. But, you know, no. I want to be nurturing regarding it. But when God put that urgency in your spirit, man, to get up, and if you feel a great sense to go back to where you're supposed to be, you know the steps you need to take, you know, in decency and in order, thanking those people for receiving you, letting them know that, you know, what God is doing and this move is permanent. You understand? He's not going to ever have you just to up and leave without saying anything. And what gets me is that how much you really enjoy, you know, ministering. But you got to be so risky and willing to just, if it takes me to sit or stand amongst the audience, the congregation, for a little bit, for me to be in position because of God, I'm, I'm willing to take that risk without even knowing what the outcome is. Hallelujah. 
But you must know that you are favorable of God. So what do you think the outcome is going to be? But let him, you know, put in your spirit to, I can see an anointing in your belly is filled with gold liquid, and that is the anointing of God. And this fresh anointing, fresh oil that's in your belly, I see it. It's at the realm of your belly. That means you're about to overflow in whatever area it is that you need to overflow in. You're about to overflow. Yeah, it's at the rim. Yeah. It's like a fish bowl and it's just being to the rim. With Imagine that. You know, like liquid gold being filled to the rim. Wow. My God. I can see that, Father. I am seeing more like you. I love you. Show me more. <laughs> yeah. You know what? More of this. Come on now. <laughs> I ain't got to watch, you know, Avengers no more. You know, I am the prophetic Avenger. Come on, Father. You are too sweet. Oh, God, being with me. Oh, God. I'm so glad you know about, you know, my giftings and my, how I worship God. It's not, because imagine if it wasn't this podcast and God had us to, you know, marry, you know, however he us to come together and marry. And then all of a sudden, you know, out of nowhere, you begin to see my worship unto God in such a way, you're like, whoa, wow. But I thank God that those days are over. You're so used to it now because it was times when God showed me. And I wasn't laughing. I was crying because I didn't want you to think I was strange or nothing, you know, because I kept feeling, you know, kept feeling every time you listen, how you sometimes you could just sit there while you're listening, like, like you'll be sitting there like, what? Like, what? My wide open, like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? And it was even advice to you to get used to it because, you know, <laughs> I get used to that. <laughs> and I, I felt in my spirit, it was said to you, you know, y'all get used, used to that. In so many words. But, you know, God prepared you to, you know, get used to that, you know. So I thank God for that because I got used to you. Yeah. And your, you know, give things and things like that. Yeah. I love your sharpenings. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. My love for you is so pure and divine. It's like, it's so calm. It's so sweet. It's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how my love for you. I get what they mean. Whoever wrote that movie, Waiting to Exhale, I, I, now I get it. I never got it. I got it, y'all. <laughs> Whitney Houston in the kingdom, I got it. Oh, God. Angela Bassett, I got it. Oh, God. The other women, I got it. You understand? Waiting to exhale. I exhale, y'all. Oh, God. Jesus. Watch that movie over a thousand times, not even knowing what it means to exhale. I get it. It's like you breathe it in and you just let it out. Being in love. Being in love. It's like when I think about you, it's just like, mmm, so sweet. It's so sweet because it's so divine, which is one of my favorite words right now. Divine. Oh, God. God show me a field go. Oh God, a field go, Father. Yeah, sweetie, so divine. Yeah, so go to God about you know what's going on. Oh, okay. As He come to you, you know, you'll know what to do. Yeah. Hmm. I'm this quick to say to you, go now, but no. He's coming to you. Yes. With more details regarding that. But I'm telling you now, the details are not going to be dates and times. It's not going to be that detail. He's going to fill, you know, fill you up with that. You're going to overflow. Right now you're at the rim. 
when he comes, you're going to overflow. And once you overflow, you ain't stuff and you're going to do but do what he said. But the thing about it is, a lot of times, I got to put it out there. Because a lot of times, God is not doing what he used to do, even though he's still the same. He's doing a new thing. And we're, we're thinking that God's going to keep saying the things that he's saying and, com- and coming to us the same way. But he can't if we are advancing. That means he, we, he coming up high, we're coming up higher in him. So we're receiving him on a whole new level. The last level was him talking detail about this. Now this level actually got to step out. Because we've been preparing to what? Lean not to our own understanding. So he's, he's going to show you. Where you are, as far as at least not your own understanding, and my own understanding by taking risks, no matter if you heard him or not, because I'm going off of my feeling within my belly. It's got to show us how to be more confident with Holy Spirit. We have to be more confident. Is this God? I think I heard from God. What do you mean walking beside him? You don't know? He wants us to know. And that's how we know. By taking risks due to how we feel spiritually. You got to be that confident. I got to be that confident. When I got on that first plane for that missionary, that first missionary trip, and I mean outside this country, what I said to God was, if it so happened, to be, when I clicked that seatbelt, I said, if this so happened not to be what you said it to be, if it happened, to, anything far as to happen to me, what people were saying to me, that I won't make it back and they're going to hurt me. Father, I'm going to take this risk. I'm going all out trusting in you. And the plane took off and the journey been so amazing ever since then. That was a huge step of faith I did. And it was glory waiting to be revealed because of it. Wait, a glory waiting for me to make that confession. As soon as I made the confession, it's like a covering. Bing! Came over me just like that. Now, had I been like, okay, family, you guys are right. Okay, friends, okay, you know, okay, I'll stay back. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, be murdered. I don't want to be, you know, defiled. I don't want, you know, no one to rob me or hurt me or do anything to me. I don't want to be in no plane crash. I don't want to, you understand, all these kind of reasons. No, Father, I'm going all out trusting in you. That's how you want you to be right now, sweetie. Mm -hmm. Because you have to be, because we don't want a court. And he's going to have us to be one. So how I am, you know, you don't, I mean, you are. But far as our spirituality and our trusting in him, we have to be on one accord. I cannot trust God more than you can. I cannot be more riskier than you. It has to be on one accord. Now, how we released our gift things, they could be different. You know, our own pace, whatever. That's our personality. But when it comes to our spirituality, you know the difference from personality. Our spirituality has to be on one accord. Our personality can, you know, be how it is. But I speak. I spoke to you for 55 minutes. I'm about to go back to sleep. Yeah, give me a little snacky snack. It got to be something healthy because it's 1029. I don't want nothing healthy going to be. Now I'm about to eat some ribs. I'm just praying. Ray receives in us. Then he was in the world. I love you, sweetie. Mm-hmm. I see a, a fruit basket talking to you. Mm-hmm. A fruit basket. Mm-hmm. I love you. Thank you for believing in God and me. You will never be disappointed. Mm-mm. Thank you. I love you. Mm-hmm.